Catalog is hit. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own. Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean. Seashell, had to get it myself. At the house, since a young and I've been paying my bills. For the longest, I don't need you. All you niggas see through. Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through. Too much money to be making, need it wide. Work for myself like all you niggas aren't it. Look at you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Bob, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Sports Report. It is Wednesday. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by Brennan Flanagan. Well, our listeners will probably listen to this on Thursday. Well, yeah, but we are recording this on a Wednesday night, so it's Wednesday for all intents and purposes, even if you are listening to this on a Thursday or Friday, whenever you get around to listening to or it. Or next year, Thank 2019. You know, next week. Um, maybe you're saving it because we won't be doing this next week. I'm trying to binge watch their long car ride. Yeah, that's binge a good listen. I mean, listen, go. listen. I mean, you can watch the dial go across the screen. I'm sure it's pretty boring. <laughs> Flynn, how are you since we last spoke? Good. Yeah? Yes. That's good. How about you? Dude, we put down a cat last night. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, it's I'm pretty sorry. traumatic. It's all good. Like, I mean... It's not a dog, though. I mean, I'm not a dick or anything. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> he was 12, and yeah, he just had a heart murmur. So it was like, oh. you, know, you got to put him down, you know? It was, it was pretty... Like, at first, I was able to make a couple jokes about it, try and keep the situation light, but then, like, once we were in the ER, like, ooh. Yeah, that's when it kind of hit me, and I was just like, I'm man. not going to lie to you. If any of my cats die, I wouldn't even notice. Well, yeah, well, mine are outdoor, too. Like, this one happened to come inside, and then all but of a sudden, I, his hind legs I, just stopped working. my cats, I hate oh. my cats. <laughs> they well, are the absolute worst. Well, like, I don't hate them, but, like, you know, sometimes... You have a relationship with your cats. I do not have a relationship with my cats. Cats are kind of assholes, though, but it's just like, that's our asshole, you know? <laughs> that's one yeah. of ours. Um, so, at one point, we had two dogs, two cats, and a rabbit around here, and now we're down Sounds to like a dog and house. a cat. Yeah, so... I think I had... Two, we had one time we had three cats, two dogs, two bunnies, and two guinea pigs. <laughs> and why my sister, my sister wanted a guinea pig and a bunny really bad. And of course, my mom, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> God. Teacher's responsibility. Yeah, she didn't so. take care of them. <laughs> it was me and Kevin that took care of it, not her. That was the first time that I'd ever watched the, like a, a pet get euthanized, though. Whew, that's uh, I've never seen it. Oh, dude, there's like there's moments in life where you get kicked to the sack and you're just like, oh wow, this sucks. And there's times where you like 
get kicked in the chest, that I yeah. would I would equate that to getting kicked in the chest. Like that one hit me right. It basically the it basically freezes their body up, right? And then yeah, like they them. did it. They they injected like this one like milky looking substance, which was just sedative, and then like they did like this pink pediolite looking stuff that would like mm. you know ultimately just put them to rest. Like and it happened so quick. I mean he's he was really small, so you know yeah. I mean, 12-year-old cat yeah, that my, probably weighed 10 pounds. My dad would take three of the... We've had three dogs in my time past. He, my dad's taken all three in. Yeah. Yeah, he said it's pretty rough. If you have to get a le- message to the listeners, if you have to get your pets uh, euthanized, you should be with them because vets... I, I've heard this on the Joe Rogan podcast before, and my mom said that she read it uh, online too, is that vets say that um, oftentimes people drop, drop them off and then leave because they don't... They can't do it that's selfish because the pet itself is looking around in its dying moments for the owner Mm -hmm. so that was like one thing like as hard as it was to watch them do that it was like all right at least we're like here so he can go peacefully Uh so all right that's enough of the somber stuff um because it was sad but luckily we have stuff like sports to distract us from the sadness uh the craziness and then sometimes the monotony of everyday life sports still makes me sad uh, well, it depends if you're uh, what fo- fo- football team you're cheering for. If you're a for. Bay Area native, sports <laughs> always makes you sad. Uh, for right now. All right. So. Uh, oh, and Ingram is really hurting. All right. We've got the Spurs-Laker game going on right now. We will provide you with useless Dude, updates and oh, reaction damn, throughout he the is thing. It's looking ab- like a high ankle sprain. Looks like an Achilles almost. Mm, I'm going to say high ankle no, sprain, yeah, not high an Achilles. Sprain. Yeah. Let's see. Let's watch him come down. Oh, yeah. Ankle, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, ouch. Uh, that is high. Tip. All right. Um, so we have a loaded show. We got winners and losers. Ah, uh, uh, that looked kind of dirt. LaMarcus Aldridge didn't do it on purpose. And then we got Tim Brown's stat of the day. It's a Wednesday. Neither did, neither did Zaza. Oh, my God. All right. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> as we stated earlier, Lytle's locks will make a return. We'll get Billy uh, on as well. Then we've got power rankings. And then we'll wrap it up with an interesting pop culture update. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> Extra mature. <laughs> So let's continue. Word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day oh, is. They gave him a technical? T T T. They teed him up. All right. Today's word of the day is postiche. P O S T I C H E. Postiche. It's a noun meaning a false hairpiece or pretense, a sham, or an imitation or substitute. So what's, what's, the name, what's the word again? Postiche. So I'll need a postiche one later in my life. When you go bald? Okay. I was yes. going to say we've got a couple uh, of postiche teams in the AFC playoff race right now. Uh, so a couple of shams. I don't think they're, I don't think they're that. I think we're watching a postiche right now. What, the Spurs? Lake guys. Okay. Well, we'll see as the game proceeds to play out and you give us live updates because that's I what will. we really need. Yes. All right. Uh, now it's time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for episode 51, because we just continue to get older around here day by day. Uh, that's how it goes. Flan, first up on the winners list, we have video games, specifically because Neymar prioritized Call of Duty. Over uh, the Ballon d'Or uh, championship award show, I will say this: I d- I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, that there was a reporter. There the some woman won the award for best female soccer player, mm-hmm. and one of the reporters asked her to twerk on stage. 
Well, I did didn't you see that. I did not see that at all. That's that's interesting. That I was like, I was like, I don't know if that's a, if that's a thing. If that's like some kind of question that they would do overseas, or it's like not out of, out of bounds like, overseas. In America, that's how you would get yeah, yeah lit up. Even I would say that's that's over the less crossing the line. Even you. Even me. <laughs> I hate PC. That is over the line. The Ballon d'Or is the most prestigious award in soccer across the world. It is given each year to the player deemed by journalists to have the best to be the best on the planet. Uh, Ronaldo Neymar, probably would have gone if he stayed with Real Madrid. <laughs> Neymar Neymar decided to skip out on it and he played Call of Duty on Twitch. He was streaming the event. Uh, my question is: We were talking off air about video games. Because I, I did just beat Red Dead Redemption 2. No no big deal. Congratulations. Flex. Thank you. Um, what is a video game that you could see yourself skipping out on something super prestigious or uh, that others deem prestigious and you're just like, no, nah, you know, I'm going to play video games tonight. What video game would it be? Uh, it could be one from growing up. It doesn't have to be current right now. Just if there was ever a time where you were going to fully dive into your nerdom and just be like, no, nah, I'm not coming out. I'm playing video games right now. Cause for me it's easy. I just pick an Assassin's Creed. Just give me, just give me one, and I'll play it. I the only game I ever played a lot of growing up was uh, Madden 07. I played a lot of Madden 07. Specifically Madden 07. So that was one of their better games. That was yeah. the, that was the first one where you could be a lead blocker, and that was the uh, Sean Alexander was on the cover. That was their that was like that was probably one of their better games they made. Um, but. To be honest with you, I was—I've never been a huge video game guy. Okay. Um. Yeah, if it comes to something big award show, I usually—I would probably have gone to that. <laughs> I would have just gone to the award show. <laughs> I was just playing Ma- a little bit of Madden 18 earlier today. It's uh, I lost I mean, Madden 19. It's pretty tough, Mad- dude. Is it? Last Madden I got was uh 25. Okay, so that was like Madden 14 because yeah. I went out of order that year for the for the anniversary. Something stupid yeah, like a- that. AP on the cover. Yep. All right, next up on the winner's list, we have uh, Seattle. The city of Seattle has been awarded a NHL team. What's, uh, what, you just don't I like that city that in general? City. should not be awarded anything until Seattle Seahawks get annihilated by the Niners. All right. Uh, yes. won't happen so, anytime soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so despite Flan's un- unreasonable disdain for the entire city of Seattle, the Seattle NHL team is a professional ice hockey expansion team that will be based in Seattle and will begin play in the 2021-22 NHL season. The team will be members of the Pacific Division, so they're going to play in the division against the Sharks, the Kings, the Ducks, um, in the Western Conference of the National Hockey League. No word yet on what the mascot will be, what the... What the uh, you know what they're going to call themselves, the probably, Seattle Probably way. a huge penis or something. Well, n- probably not. Uh, <laughs> well, it would make sense. I heard a joke that they might go Sonics, just so way there's... That a huge, about, if that would probably be a, a San Francisco NHL team. That probably be their mess. Okay. <laughs> Dick and balls. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, genitalia. Um, yes. So I'm wondering, what's up in Seattle? that they could, There's a lot of ports, a, fish. a lot of boats. You think it's going to be a fish of some type? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think Seattle Storm's been taken by the WNBA team. You can't go Sonics because that's the the basketball team if they ever come back. Uh, I'm not the really angry sure. Angry salmon. You think <laughs> the commercial salmon? <laughs> Seattle commercial uh, salmon. Um, will be a good. Orcas. Se- will be a good Seattle team name. I don't know. Seahawks the is Seattle taken. Mariners is taken. Seattle. It's probably it would probably be something you know ridiculous, just like the ports or something like that, like. Seattle. Fisherman, fish, Fisher, Fisher Wharf. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just 
The Fishers. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a good one. The Seattle Fishers. <laughs> oh, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the Seattle Ports, but I, I'll be interested to see uh, what they choose. I will not be. I will. I will I'm, I'm, inter- I'm always in fascinated by who they decide well, to vote I on. Well, the team, team sucks and takes them in 10 years to rebuild like the Niners are, and they have to like, deal did you with know? Art. Did you know the Cleveland Browns are named after Paul Brown, their owner? Like, he didn't go with the mascot at all. He just said, this is my football team, so they are the Browns. That makes sense as a football team. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty dumb when everybody else was going animal or, or something relative to the city. You just I was, I was, I was looking at this like when you have professional sport team names, they're so like childish compared to like college team names. Like the Wolverines, it's a, that's a badass team name. The <gasps> yeah, Wolverines. You're right, a line is not. Well, no, it just it's just like it's like it's just a cliche like names. It's like the Lions, the Chargers. Rams, Nittany Lions, Buckeye. yeah, like yeah, it's just like a Spartan. It's kind of yeah, it's like specific Trojan. Yeah. Very broad. I don't know. Golden Bear. The only cool one is the Forty ers Only that's the only cool one because we found gold. No, Eureka! Dolphins are pretty cool. Dolphins, no, that's the most bait of all the wildlife. They're pretty smart. They are smart, but they are. <laughs> but you've I just got on record. I, I could beat them in a fight. On the record, plants call the <laughs> dolphins beta, a beta animal. All right. First Actually, the, the the seals use uh, dolphins to um, to find uh, bombs underneath in the water. They literally use dolphins for it. They have them. They they somehow train dolphins out in the Pacific. Oh, the, oh, the Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs. Okay, yeah. I thought you were just saying SEALs no, no, out no, no, in the, no. like wildlife the Navy, SEALs. The Navy SEALs. I actually somehow I don't know how, but I read in, uh, in that book American Sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking. Sorry, about, that was a little too central. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're talking about uh, how he was Kyle, Chris Kyle was talking about how they got uh dolphins to somehow be able to detect bombs underwater if they're going into a certain area. So that was pretty insane. You know, I don't know how you train wild dolphins. I know, right? I just know that SeaWorld, I just watched that, uh, I've seen that Blacktail, is that what it was called on Netflix? Yeah, the one yeah the one where the, the dude gets pinned at the bottom of the yeah, wall. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. I learned enough to just know that orcas are nothing. Don't, you don't, don't want to mess around with orcas. I don't need to see that. Chad Ochocinco's got a fascination with orcas that I do not understand, but I respect them from a distance. I'm like, there's a reason they call you a killer whale. You are majestic, but they, you know what? You stay out there. I'll stay over here. <laughs> we good. We good. I did go to SeaWorld one time. All right. Well, I thought it was pretty cool. Did, but they're all tortured over there. Um. All right. I next, didn't see, I didn't see it. <laughs> Doesn't exist. I didn't see it. Everything's all peaches and cream. All right. First up on the losers list, as we make that transition, uh, the Chicago Bulls have made a coaching move. Um, unfortunately for Fred Hoiberg, it comes. Uh, how many get? Twenty-four games into the season, he has been fired from the Chicago Bulls. Uh, in his first year, he went forty-two and forty. Uh, 2016 Then he went forty-one and forty-one. And then last year they went 27 to 55. It was pretty obvious they were tanking. And then this year off to a 5 and 19 start. So after 270 games and going 115 to 155 with a 42.6 winning percentage, Fred Hoiberg is out at Chicago. Flan, does this move surprise you? Uh, no. Okay, that was a long pause there. Why does it? Why? I got to think about it, but no, it does not surprise me. You just gotta you gotta win, man. Although the. Look at what he had to work with in Chicago, right? Like, he got an old-ass D-Wade. I think yeah. he had Jimmy Butler on the tail end of his contract, and it was just he wanted out. And then they... The they, team I, I... I like Laurie Markkinen, but I don't like Zach Levine, you know. The team I remember when when LeBron was making the decision to what teams he wanted to go to, mm-hmm. 
The team I always wanted, I wanted to see him be on, I thought it would be an insane team, was if he went to the Bulls that year in 2010 with D-Rose and uh, Noah. Mm-hmm, yep. That would have been, in, in, like, they had, probably would have had one year before D-Rose got hurt, but that would have been insane. The D-Rose team. team that was hella good and tricked us all into thinking that Joachim Noah was a decent basketball player. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, that was, well, he would, he had, like, kind of disguised himself at the University of Florida, but then especially in the pros, we saw that he wasn't he, that what, what's that? What's the word they use for NBA drafts? He has, he's a, uh, he's a motor. He's a good motor. <laughs> one of those key terms. That's why, that's why Michael, not really that's why, skilled, but that's he's why got Michael energy. Kidd Gilchrist got second overall and haven't heard from him since. Energy in the tank. <laughs> All right, uh, so next up on the losers list, we have uh, a new record, or I guess the old teddy bear record has fallen, so loser to that. Um, a new record toss has been has been made. Fans at a hockey game helped break a world record by tossing nearly 35,000 teddy bears onto the ice. Fans at a Hershey Bears hockey game on December 2nd tossed 34,798 teddy bears onto the ice after their team won their game against a Binghamton. Did every person there have a teddy bear? Probably. Um, they, just, say, they just said we want, we want to break the record? Just about. I guarantee that there wasn't even enough room in that arena for 30,000 people. So we're probably talking like somewhere around 20,000. So technically they're breaking the law and they should have called the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 20,000 people, I'd say, probably fit in there. And then there was just a ton of teddy bears that were just getting thrown on the ice. I have a stuffed animal from my childhood that I wonder it, if I would, you would not be, there would not be enough money I for wonder me to throw if ever, out there. If they put, if there were too many people in an arena or in a place where a, where a professional sports game or college sports game is going on. I wonder if they would actually stop the game. Probably or not. probably just take people out. We're we're a little bit more diligent than we are. Or I mean, in America than they are in other parts of the of the world. Um, I know in I believe it was in Mexico or South America there was a soccer game that just it was stuffed. They let in way too many people mm-hmm. to the soccer game, and people there were so many people that people closest to the fence watching the game were getting smushed, <laughs> and people were dying. Because the people were just trying to climb on top of one another to like get out. It was so bad, and then the fences ended up collapsing, and they had to cancel the game. It's a it's a thirty for thirty on it somewhere on the internet. I'm not lying, I swear. Damn. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just don't have the evidence Christ. for it. But yeah, we are a lot better about it. But yeah, it's funny to think like the big house, like how many people fit in there? 110,000 people. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I think the horseshoe can only fit sixty thousand betas. It's, it's got to be so loud on a Saturday there, and then to think about so all the, the one time I remember, my, me and my dad were talking about this like last week, and the one time I've ever been to a place that was definitely overcrowded in the state, in the United States, was when I went to the uh, USF Gonzaga game when Morrison was playing, mm-hmm. and uh, well, War Memorial only fits like twenty five hundred tops, but they, they they probably were over capacity by f- probably a thousand in that place. They literally had people hanging off the top. They remember, they know uh, they have the the bottom the lower level seats like lower nice bowl. seats yeah and they got the, just the regular crappy bleachers on top yep and they're separated by like a damn uh, handrail or whatever yep there are people literally hanging off the handrail to watch Morrison this is when they're like number three in the country or something like that and they're playing like, on a Tuesday night at the Hilltop and there's they're probably over a capacity at a thousand people mm. yeah no you gotta be careful with that because just I mean. Everybody wants to partake in the game and enjoy it, but you gotta you gotta keep in mind public safety, man. That's probably what comes there. I mean, you have college students doing the, running the ticket counter or whatever. <laughs> right. Just I think come we, one, come all. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the machine's just gonna keep printing tickets. By okay, the way, standing USF, room only. USF has the softest student section of all time. Okay, well it's getting there, man. They've only got one loss this year. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a their, hell of a game. We gotta go. Student section used to be three three rows, 
and uh, but you could probably sit about twenty people. Maybe they're trying 15 hard. People. Okay, their students are consisted of forty-five people. They're trying hard. Okay, they're trying hard to get the and interest it was, generated. It was, it was, yeah, it was bad. I'm not standing for the slander. All right, next up on the winners, actually last up on the winners list is a three-piece. We are all winners in college football because Urban Meyer announced the other day that he's going to be retiring from college football. We Michigan fans might have a chance. Uh, might. Um, I don't think Urban Meyer's definitely done coaching for sure. He's definitely just disappearing for a better Back job. To Florida. No. <laughs> he's gonna blame it on his health issues. I wouldn't. I don't doubt that he's got a cyst on his brain, but um, I don't think. I don't want to sound like an insensitive jerk here, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't think it's as bad as he's making it out to be. I think it's a crutch. He did the same thing at Florida when everything started to get shaky. He goes, you know what? I'm gonna leave. And then once Ohio State realized that they couldn't buy him out of this contract because it was gonna be too much money with all this stuff going down, they said, hey, you're out after this year. You're coaching the rest of this year, but then you're retiring, and it's gonna be a mutual breakup because we said so. And then I think he's gonna go disappear for another year or two, and don't be surprised if Urban Meyer pops back up next three years with a coaching job. Where like if Notre Dame was get rid of Chip Kelly. Oh, he'd go there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Especially because it's it's right there, like, you know, in the little he's from Ohio, so why not go to Illinois and, and take care or Indiana, excuse me, and uh and take care of it. So so yes, yeah, Urban Meyer to retire. That's good for us. Um the rest of college football, because I just have this disdain towards Ohio State right now. And then uh next coaching tidbit, Cliff Kingsbury, the former Texas Tech coach, the dreamboat uh, coach, actually. Oh, I think, I, th- I think USC's already declared they're win their national champions next year. He USC has been he has been hired as the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach at the University of Southern California. Uh, Flame, what do you think of the hire? Uh, I think they'll probably have better offense. Their offense is pretty uh, lame. They've lost money. It was pretty bad this year. Yeah. Um, I think what's going to be interesting is you get a, te- or a Big 12 guy in there. Sorry, burping. Uh, you get a Big 12 guy in there who's got a great playbook. He's going to open it up, and he's going to really make that JT Daniels kid shine. And I think uh, you're going to start seeing some more hype again about a yeah, USC quarterback coming out of running more. They're kind of the same office as Washington State's running, right? Uh, yeah. Air raid, yep. Just air it out. We're going to go show off the quarterback's arm. Uh, somebody had pointed a good, made a good point that uh, it's a good position for him because if he does a really good job and puts up points, he'll get a head coaching job somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't do well... They're just going to blame him on Clay Helton. He's going to be the head coach there. So either way, so he's going he's, 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 he's to be a head coach again at some point. Head coaching job, years, collision yeah. course. All right, and then the last of this three-piece, uh, Kelly Bryant, the Clemson quarterback who lost his job to the freshman, is transferring to the University of Missouri. And I did some diving, and I have no idea why he is going to the University uh, of Missouri. Alden Smith Alumni School. Other than um, – oh, so they just pump out champions and respectable citizens. Um so, so sad. Uh, Kelly Bryant transferring. He's academically a senior. He still has one year of eligibility left um, for for you know athletics, and then uh, it must Missouri suck watching that Clemson team just do so well, and he's just on the side. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's the freshman. If the freshman shows any skill that's near within the ballpark of you, then they're gonna go choose to develop him because they've got him for three more years, where they realize they probably only have you for one more tops if you chose to came back or if you had chose to come back, and he did not. Obviously, even um, he was able to use his red shirt because of the new rule. So I be so shitty about uh, college. It's usually college is basically it's basically your minor leagues for football for mm-hmm. the NFL. Yeah. And if you have a shot, but then they just play the whole okay, we have you for three years, but you only have you for one more year. We can probably develop you and have you be better in uh, two years than this guy is now. And then just they just kind of just I don't know waste this guy's chance to go into the NFL or having a higher spot in the, in the draft. Yeah, kind of crappy. Well, you know, well, if you come if you come. 
Missouri and Shy brought Missouri hard. Missouri struggled with two freshman quarterbacks. They were they were balancing an act between those two guys last year and nobody really made a clear, you know, that nobody made strides enough for them to show confidence in. So he's gonna go there, he's gonna be an automatic starter, he'll play out his last year. Maybe he'll get a shot at the NFL wherever he wants to go. So that will conclude winners and losers. And it is now time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. All right, Tim, what is the stat of the day? The stat of the day is that <clears throat> let me uh, paint a picture for you real fast. Okay. It's 1997. Jeff, I'm guessing you're probably, what, four years old, five years old? Just Both me and Flan, yeah. What are we, four? Four. Four. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Yeah, 93 until infinity, I was baby. Tr- I was trying to be a jerk. Okay. I feel I feel <laughs> old now. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel really old. Anyway, so you guys might not remember this, but the Green Bay Packers happened to play the uh, New England Patriots in that Super Bowl that year. And as far as I can recall, this guy, uh, Billy, your friend, is going to be super stoked on this one. Uh, a little man by the name of Desmond Howard won the uh, MVP for that Super Bowl. And to this day, still, I think that he is the only one to ever win it while only doing or playing on special teams. The only Heisman winner to ever win a Super Bowl? The only Super Bowl MVP winner to win it while only playing on special teams. Oh, oh wow. He may, have, he may have played some offense, but I don't think he had any catches, any yards on the catch. He had 209 net yards. And uh, if you look it up, his 99-yard touchdown return was the dagger of that game. Bust out the robot, too. What? But, uh, yeah, dude. I'll send you the video. Please do. Is you it, got it. Is there, is there another stat of the day that you have that you're sitting on? That I'm sitting on? That you're oh, currently yeah, you're, sitting on. You're not going to be there next week, huh? No. So for next – well, wow. we're going to bring you back on Sunday, but we're not going to be doing this next Wednesday. Yes, I will be <laughs> making a trip out to the desert. So You're making a trip out to the desert. All right, this one hurts me to say just because of my uh, Dodger fandom. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are going to be stoked to hear this. But uh, So Jeff Bagwell, he ended his career – he's a Hall of Famer with 449 home runs. Vladimir Guerrero, Vlad the Impaler, also ended his uh, Hall of Fame career with 449 home runs. Barry Bonds, who he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Um, He ended his career off of four. He hit home runs off of 449 different pitchers. What? Yeah. That's like a crazy stat. That is actually a very crazy stat. He hit okay, so the who was it? Vlad Guerrero and what was the first one? Jeff Bagwell. Both hit four hundred forty nine home runs. In their career. In their career. And Barry Bonds hit four hundred forty nine home runs off of four hundred forty nine different pitchers. Correct. Of his seven hundred and what is it, sixty two? <laughs> That's a ridiculous stat. Oh my. That is. I saw that one. I, I it hurts me to say it, but he he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as a baseball fan. Amen to that. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. How many uh, more chances do you have? Uh, that's a good question. He's, Tim. He's got a few. Let me look it up real fast. I know he's on the ballot again this year. Um, I think he only got on last year, right? No, he's been on for like... Because well, you have to wait now. five years, don't you? Yeah, that means he's been on for six now. It would have been his sixth year that he's eligible. Because that would have been – he ended in 07 and five years later been 2012. And you only, get, you only get ten chances, right? Something like that. So this is his sixth year yeah. on, uh, 
on it. Or I'm sorry, is this his sixth? No, I'm sorry. It'll be his seventh year for the 2019. He has to have 80% or more, is it? 75, I want to say, or 76. I think you have two-thirds. Or, I'm sorry, 75%. Three-fourths. Three-quarters, correct. But, uh... (laughs) I don't know. With Pudge getting in last year, I'm pretty sure that he'll get in. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. Not If not this year, the next year. Thank you, Pudge. He was, on, we need to thank he was Pudge. on 56% last year. so We should thank Pudge, by the way, for his uh, his son, Derek Rodriguez. He's doing really well for the Giants. No, oh, the hair. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, and uh, another uh, another former baseball, or I guess a baseball superstar whose son's playing now that I forgot to mention was Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, the dude's killing it. He's number one prospect. That guy's going to yeah. be a stud. Yeah, dude's an absolute animal. I think he's the number one prospect right now in baseball. I would hope so. Yeah, he had that one. He had that home run he had in uh, spring training where he, he launched it off something did an absolute epic bat flip. Was that the same one where it was, uh, I think it was at the old Blue Jays. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah, that one. And it was like extra innings walk off. And yeah, it's insane. Man. Tim, before we let you go on the spot right now, if you were to play a video game, what video game would it be? And just keep in mind that you would be playing this video game while skipping a very important function, such as an award show, uh, such as Neymar did with Call of Duty. What video game would you play if you were to skip an award show? Oh, there's a bunch of them, dude. <laughs> okay, give me one. I mean... Are we going old school or new school? Yeah, I don't care. It could be any game whenever. Flan said Madden 07. I said any yeah. Assassin's Creed. Am I playing by myself or with somebody? Uh, by yourself. By myself? You're Ooh, streaming it. You're streaming it online. You're streaming it online for millions of people to watch. All right. Be prepared to hate me, but I'm playing uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition on 16-bit Sega Genesis. All right. I'm sure the people at Twitch would enjoy that. <laughs> That's what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tim. We will see you again. Well, we'll hear from you again on Sunday. Gentlemen, you have a wonderful night. All right. See you, Tim. You too, sir. Bye. Always good to hear from Tim and the stat of the day. That's crazy about the 400 and... Uh, 60, I already lost the number. I feel like that's just a stat. Somebody just, like, spends, they spend way too much time looking at numbers and just, oh, damn, look at this. Well, you're hating on Tim. Well, is that what he did? No, I don't know. I think I, he just, I think he knows where to find the good, uh, the good nuggets, the good pieces. Whoever found that stat, it just... Whoever, whoever came up with that stat and published it for Tim to find, you, sir, have no life. Tim, there, that could have just been there, him scrolling on the toilet. There's no, there's no worse person to say stats than that, uh, than, uh, what's the baseball analysis guy? Uh, on ESPN, Buster Olney. Yeah, or the, Tim. Don't you talk to, Don't you talk bad about Tim Kirkchen? No, no, or maybe it's maybe Tim Kirkchen. No, it's the, it's, the one that go, it's the one that goes. Today is the first day that Barry Bonds hit a ball over the right field fence with the sun point at the forty five degree angle <laughs> on this day, <laughs> January thirty no, first. I have no idea who that is. It might be Kirkchen because he loves baseball that much. But, but you know, they'll, they'll pull up some stat. It's like this is the first time he did a home run on July thirtieth. At two o'clock in the afternoon, with the sun this high in the sky, with this many clouds, with this many people, it's all these crazy factors. Like, well, no shit, he hasn't done that before. <laughs> Don't hate, man. Don't hate on Kirkchen. All right, it is. Uh, it's now time to get your gambling on. So go uh, get your get your phone, hit or uh, punch your bookie in. You know, get ready for that because it's time for some Lytle's locks. Put up or shut up.
It's time for Lytle's Locks. Joining us on a Wednesday, Billy Lytle for Lytle's Locks. Billy, how are you doing? This uh, segment's really gone in the shit of the past couple weeks. Just the past couple weeks, but hey, everybody has a bad couple weeks. It's all about how you rebound, right? You never stop. It's been a, it's been a bad month. Never stop. Hopefully, I've been turning around like the have a patriot like December. Right. You're just gonna you're gonna clear the board. Um, speaking of which, as Billy references last week, the uh, updated scoreboard. So Bill went one and five last week. Not looking too nice. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts exactly. I went four and two. Uh, Flan and John both went two and four. That's gonna bring the overall records to. Uh, I am at forty three, thirty and one. Bill is thirty eight and thirty six. Flan, you are twenty eight and thirty six. And then oh. cousin John, you were at five hundred last week too. So that's what kind of. Or you were you were close. I think. Uh, like I think bounce back week. Bounce back week. Bounce back week. And then cousin John is My sitting math at, at twenty nine and thirty five, thirty six losses if you count the double or nothing on the Raiders. But that's a, an argument for a whole different day. You'd have to go back to an old episode and catch that that argument we had. Bill, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I spoke over you. Yeah, uh, go for it. No, I was saying. Well, oh, oh, you don't remember? <laughs> I was okay. Surfing it, flying. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't concern you. Yeah, pick, <laughs> buzz off. Man. Yeah, pick your shit up, Flan. All right, so this week we got a bunch of good games. Uh, we are just going sole uh, NFL games because the only college football that's going to be on this week is the Army Navy game. This is, this is why. This is why I wasn't doing so well. We're doing college football. I don't really watch. Okay, so, so you, you're I'm, 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 I'm a thrive this week. Okay. Army by a hundred with those uniforms. <laughs> oh, I saw those were sick. Getting up for a rivalry game. Yeah. We'll see. They go. They're nine and two, and they've already accepted an invitation to the Armed Forces Bowl. I'm like, you think we could do Army a little bit better than than just like a bowl that was probably that they're probably putting on, you know? So, okay, that put joke. Him, that put, j- him in, put him in the Rose Bowl. I was gonna say that joke fell flat. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. They're nine and two, but they they don't play the toughest schedule. No, not at all. It's tough when you're playing teams like an Air Force and whoever else they play. All right. Um. So let's get it started. The first game, we're going to be doing the Thursday night game, but I didn't like the spread so because it's going to be a boring-ass game. And what's going to be uh, boring in the sense that it's the Titans, and I just I don't believe them. Uh, they are a pastiche team. They're, they're a sham. Mm. Um, so I, I, I decided to go with the over-under on this one. Nice. Over-under. Ooh, changing it up. We are going to be doing a little bit more over-under, so get used to it for, uh, for the bowl games. Bowl game spreads are tough. I would rather do over-under where these teams have enough time to prepare for each other on defense, and you still, you're betting on 19- and 20-year-olds that will still screw up, so it's all good. Um, so that. with that being said, Jacksonville at uh, Tennessee. Possibly some uh, double action on some of those bowl games. Oh, over-under again. Okay, I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not opposed to that. There'll be. We can. We can do that. Um, all right. Yeah, and the spread. That is. That is. That's been written down. Thank you, Bill. We got that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jacksonville at Tennessee over under is 37 and a half points. Cousin John texted in his picks again. Uh, he is going over 37 and a half points. I don't know, man. Just the way the Thursday night over, games. Over, over. Life's too short to bet the under. But okay, thank you. <laughs> another, <laughs> another podcast. Um, it's dude, but it's a Thursday night game. The only difference, and they score a lot of points on these because there's no defense. The problem is, is that you're relying on. Is it still Cody Kessler that's starting for the Jags? Yes, sir. And then you've got Marcus Mariota, who will throw for you know he'll throw he'll have 22 completions, but it'll only be for 171 yards. He has weird stuff. These lines. two played a barn burner earlier in the year too. What was the score of that one? 
Uh, nine to six. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. So thirty-seven and a half, Flan. You're going over. Over, baby. All right, that's foolish, but all right, Bill. What are you taking? Over under. Uh, with that previous game stated and uh, Jacksonville winning six nothing <laughs> last week. <laughs> And I don't think the Titans scored a lot of points last week, so I'm going to hit that under hard. I am hitting the under, too. I don't, for those exact reasons, man, there's no way that, uh, you doing all right over there, Flynn? Yeah, your fucking chairs Almost are Almost any up. other Thursday night <laughs> game I would have picked. The over, but, over. but then we get, we were treated to this. The, this mess. The Jaguars and the Titans. Um, I could see that you, in this instance, you need a 24 to 17 game. Anything above that hits the over for you. Um. I don't. I don't think that either one of these teams could put up twenty four points on on one another, especially on a short week. Like what? Even that Raider Niner game would not have hit this thirty seven and a half. That was thirty seven. Mm, that's uh, that's good. What was that? Thirty four. Yeah, thirty four three. That was yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah. my goodness. All right. Uh, it was 34-3. Oh, I'll tell you about, I'm going under. I'm going under. Going under. You're changing it? Changing it. All right. Flan is changing it. He's going under. So now John's no going ball. over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ride the fence there. Pick the splinters out of your ass. All right. Next game, we have the New York Giants traveling to the Washington R-Words, where the Giants are Redskins. R- road favorite R-Words. Road favorites. That's At what least the, go with the skins. That's what the R stands for is road fair, road dogs. That's the R word. So Washington road, or no, no, they're home, home dogs. So that doesn't work. Sorry. Never mind. That joke was terrible. I'm off tonight. Uh, the Giants are traveling to the R words where the Giants are favored by three and a half points. Cousin John taking the Giants on the road. Uh, Bill, let's start with you. Um, I do not believe in the Sanchez. No. I think that <laughs> oh, that I forgot about that. Is gone. <laughs> yeah. That ship has sailed. I don't know. Uh, and they're on a short week. I don't too. know how he's the best available quarterback. I don't know how, like, no, did mean, you, did they, you just, they, like, were leading the division when all this happened. Did you see who they brought in to try they out? They just throw it away. Was it the Peterman? No, they brought in Josh Johnson, who hasn't played a game since 2011. Ooh, wow. That's who they signed. But, yeah, they, they signed they him? Look at the Peterman. The NFL yeah. is just doing everything they can. Well, well, Colin Kaepernick's never playing football again. <laughs> <gasps> that's, that's pretty clear. That's embarrassing. Him and Kareem, him and Kareem Hunt can start a club. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, the XFL is starting up, so you know. And then there's always yeah, maybe the, they'll uh, go there. The American Alliance of Football, or whatever the hell they're gonna call that thing. Go to Canada. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, no. CFL. No, I think the XFL has a better shot of becoming like a minor money man. Zell tried that out. Didn't work out too yeah, well. <laughs> no, we stopped reporting on him because it was so bad. All right. Um. So, Flan, who are you taking? Giants or our words? Um, I was going to take the Washington Redskins, but then I forgot that Sanchez is the quarterback, so I'm going Giants now. All right, so we are all going Giants clear across the board. I'm not going to lie. Good call, Bill, because I totally forgot about that <laughs> when I picked the game. I was just like, oh, okay, this spread looks decent, but I was like, nope, Mark Sanchez. It's not even Colt McCoy. It's just if you you tell Mark Sanchez to break a leg before this game, he will actually go out there and do it. That's how <laughs> bad the state of uh, Washington football is out there. Yeah, actually, yeah, that is dangerous if – Josh Johnson got in the game because I don't know if that Giants defense could handle him. <laughs> He'd run got, all over the field on him. They him. got no tape. They got no tape on him. All tape is outdated. You don't know what his updated arsenal is looking like. All right, next up on the list, we have the Carolina Panthers traveling to the Cleveland Browns where the Carolina Panthers are road favorites as well. But interesting enough, only by one and a half point. So uh, Cousin John taking the Panthers mm. in, uh, in, that, in that matchup on the road. Uh, so... I believe each one of you guys have gone first already, so I'll go first. I'm tempted to go with the Panthers here. I feel like this is a show-me game, a statement game, 
for the Panthers, even though their defense is getting old. Um, but the Browns are pretty hot right now. But I also think the Browns have kind of topped out of as to where they're going to finish. Browns got with smoked the, last week, didn't they? With the wins. Um, yeah, but I'm saying like the Browns. Yeah. Browns for for Cleveland football, right? We're grading on a curve here. Um, I think they've kind of topped out. I don't know if there's anything left in the tank. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to go Cleveland. I'm going to bet on them. The one and a half points, like that means that you're losing this game literally at the last second. So uh, Cleveland plus one and a half. That's mighty Cleveland. Yeah. So it does sound very Cleveland-esque, but uh, I I don't know. I'm going to take Cleveland. I don't know. I think Cam Newton's kind of just checked out on this year. I'm taking Cleveland too. Okay. I like, I'm I'm a big I'm a May, Baker Mayfield fan. All right, and uh, Bill, who are you taking, Carolina or Cleveland? They got a dumpster fire going on in Carolina right now. I think that's four straight losses. Yeah, it's not looking good. And I don't see him getting it right this week. And Cam Noon's outfit's got worse. I think worse Baker's gonna bounce back. He threw I think he threw like three picks last week, but he's gonna have a bounce back game. That defense has gotten worse and worse each, each week. Uh, Greg Olson's done for the year. Yep, I think their season's just done. Yeah, the only way, the only like like uh, Flan just mentioned there offhand, uh, Cam's fits are getting worse and worse each week. I think if he comes out in a mink or like a fur coat though, then we're in trouble. But if you get it, if you get one of these, I'm wearing a Yeezy shirt that's got a bunch of rips and tears in it. And it's gonna show off my pecs. A Russell Westbrook shirt. Yeah, then then he's clearly not interested in football. But if he bundles himself up and he's trying to keep that body arm and, and nice and loose and warm. Then, then we might be in trouble here because it gets it gets frigid out in Cleveland there, so uh, we'll we'll see when they do their little player introductions and they're walking through the hall. If we see Cam in a fur in a fur coat, we are totally fucked on that bet. So keep that in mind. All right, next game on the list is going to be interesting because there was a coaching change made. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are traveling to Green Bay. They're going to take on the Packers. Green Bay is favored by five and a half points at home. Cousin John took the Falcons. Uh, who went very first when we started? Bill, Bill, you're going first now. So who are you taking, Green Bay or Atlanta? I think Green Bay season's over. The firing of the coach. They they went out and they need everyone around them to lose out. I think the ship sailed on their season. I'm going with the Falcons. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Falcons too. All right. Any usually, pitch? usually people have when they fire a coach, they replace him with a coach that everybody in the locker room likes. I don't really get that same feeling with Josh with Joe Philbin, and usually they all play for that coach. Like when Singletary got when uh, Mike Nolan got dumped and Singletary came in, they were all jumping for him. Uh, when Singletary got fired and Tom Sula came in for one game, they all played for him. But I just don't feel that with Philbin. Yeah, that worried me a bit in this matchup. With, yeah, but the, I thought about that. That I don't think he's been there very long. Yeah, so there's not a lot of respect, I think, to Philbin as other interim coaches. Yeah, that have. offense hasn't done that well since yeah. he's been there. I agree with that, but at the same time, I'm also I'm looking at it like this. The, the Atlanta Falcons <clears throat> season is done. The Packers season might be done. The Packers have more life than the Falcons do, Plus, in, in a the, sense. Also, the they're, I think they're like their vice president of football operations or something like that for the Packers like went after Rodgers on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Calling him, call him out for his leadership. And he's the, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so you, you got the Falcons coming into town. They're a lost cause right now, and they not like they play any better on the road. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers finally got his way. He didn't like McCarthy, so now that he's done, Aaron can kind of step in there and run the offense, and he's he likes to call plays and, and run. You is, know. is Julio playing or no? I have no, I'm not 100% sure. I don't think it's going to make a difference, though, and that's why I'm saying I think Aaron I, Ro- he, I think he is. 
Okay, no, either, I'm going Atlanta. Even if Julio does, I'm not. I'm. It's not gonna make a difference because I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers is gonna feel galvanized that he's got that he's got a a new coach. And uh, also, what I'm doing here is I'm also hedging my bets. So if he plays like shit, I can come and attack him next Sunday on the on the fall on the wrap up show. Very but, smart. But yeah, I I really it doesn't take much for you to attack him. No, not <laughs> at all. Uh, mainly just the people that hype him up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. You've been bu- real quiet over uh, Breezes's. It was just one week. It was it was no. it was just one week. All right, don't worry, he's gonna bounce back. But we're not we're not focused on Breezes right now. We're we're worried about the people's goat. And I put that in in parentheses right now because I don't I don't buy that. The people's goat. The people's goat in in like parentheses. For the people. Yeah, whatever. My ass. Anyway, um, I think he's gonna be, play with some purpose, and the Packers will get it done. They will cover. They will win by a touchdown. It will be ugly, but at the end of the day, they will cover. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are a joke, uh, and I think the they are a bigger joke than the Packers. Um, all right, next up on the list, we have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Dallas is favored by three and a half points. I realize now that I went with all or with both NFC East games that are going on, and guys, I'm sorry that I'm forcing you to pay attention to those games because boy, those are those are awful to watch. It's a trash division. Uh, nobody deserves to watch that. Any division that they can hype up that you have a chance at winning at seven and nine or eight and eight, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, are they, I don't think the Giants are mathematically out of that division yet. Technically, That's no, they're not, sad. which is just awful. It's nobody wants to win that division. And yes, the Eagles traveling to Dallas. They're three and a half point dogs. Um, I'm gonna go first here. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take the Eagles. I think this is right around the time of year where they 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 pick it up. And uh, Dallas is so high up on their horse, thinking that they're in prime position. You know, Dallas is already looking ahead of this game. If they win, they're they're in prime position to take the division. The Eagles win this game. That I believe they're both tied at seven and six. Um, if if that's correct, I don't I don't know the Eagles' record. Um, so, but for that reason, I believe the Eagles are not dead yet. And I just I'm not buying the Cowboys. This is a really weak Cowboys team that's just benefiting from a weak uh, NFC East. Uh. I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, I like. I think for something on Amari Cooper, the team reminds me a lot of that team they had two years ago when it was Dak's rookie year, mm-hmm. and they just they went what, what like eleven and five or thirteen or twelve and four or something like that. I think it's a lot of uh, a lot of what they were what Jacksonville was doing with Blake Bortles last year, where it's it's not a whole lot of creativity in the run game. It's we're going to run it down your throat, and as long as we're able to muscle you and take control of that, and we're going to get Zeke twenty five. Defense is looking pretty damn good too. Well, the defense is good, which is that's a that's a plus, and they just stopped they just stopped Breezes, and like I said, I I'm I was quiet about that, but I think it was just one game. It was a, a short week, and they benefited from playing at home too. They their offense. Did the Saints play on uh, Thanksgiving? Uh-huh. So it wasn't a short week. Whatever, I don't care. So, <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> yeah, chill on that. So my my argument that business. that argument is invalid. But anyway, so um, but I think I think the Dallas defense is good, but it's a it's an offense where they have to run the ball twenty five thirty times a game, and then Dak is only throwing the ball twenty times. So they're they're disguising him, and he's not a true um, you know. Uh, not a true franchise quarterback. Jerry Jones is going to pay him franchise money just because that's what Jerry Jones is going to do. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Jerry's guy. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Dak is is for real. Um, and I think the Eagles they're they're just starting to hit their stride. So Flans taking the Cowboys. Bill, who are you taking? The Eagles definitely looked like they were hitting their stride last week. Mm-hmm. They're looking like they're just starting to use Golden Tate a little, figuring him out. He had finally scored. Mm-hmm. But. Dallas has looked good these past couple of weeks. I like what Plant said about that. Ever since they got Amari, they've been feeding him the ball and feeding Zeke. That's got to hurt you. And the two of those are 
game records if you can get him the ball. And yeah. that kid Van Der Esch on the other side of the ball. Ooh. Yeah, he's having a hell of a rookie year. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dallas. Okay. All right. So, uh, John and I going with the Eagles, and you guys are taking the Cowboys. We'll see how that plays out. I'm telling you, that Cowboys offense is very predictable, and it's led by uh, what you look for leadership, and he's just going to clap in your face. So, uh, Jason Garrett joke. Those jokes are just not hitting today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll bring a next show. All right. Now it's time for our wild card picks. Uh, John is going to take this. This one's ballsy. Um, and I don't blame him because of what we saw on uh, Sunday night. John is taking the Raiders plus ten and a half against the Steelers. They're hosting uh, the Steelers in Oakland. Bill, we had talked. To, we it's had, down to ten and a half. Yeah, we had toyed around it with. It opened at fifteen. Oh my. Yeah. Well, now it's down to ten and a half because I guess enough people are believing in the Raiders uh, to you know. I mean, when Pittsburgh. That is a huge yeah. swing. When Pittsburgh travels to Oakland, it's pretty rough, man. I know we had toyed around with the idea of going to this game, and ultimately, we're not going to happen because of my safety. Uh, it's just not. It's just not. Not a good look. Um, good news is that the Steelers are coming to Santa Clara next year, so we might all have to make a trip down there. Um, yeah, you might just get hit with like a cheese knife there. <laughs> you'll experience the you'll cork. you'll experience the worst home field advantage in all. A of broken sports. bottle of Merlot will be held against my neck. <laughs> yeah, if you get stabbed, at least it'll be a yeah. nice bottle. Hand over your IP address <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, John is taking uh, the the Raiders plus ten and a half. Uh, Flan, who is your wild card game? Uh, I'm taking the Broncos over the Niners. Okay, what's the spread? Uh, four points. Okay, so Denver is favored by four. Denver minus four. They're the third best defense in the NFL right now, and they're going against Nick Mullins and a uh, running back who gets injured in every play, it seems like. Tank for Bosa. You don't talk bad about Brita. Brita is a workhorse. Brita's good, but he gets injured every play. Brita is like. the 149er that I like, okay? Yeah, Kittle, so. I like Kittle, too. Yeah, he's yeah Wilson tore it up. Coming yeah, he did. Last game. Yeah, he did. But, um, yeah, I'm taking the Broncos. That Broncos minus four. They're just going to run shop on that Niner defense. Nice safe pick. All right, Bill, who is your wild card game? I wanted to go out on a limb and take the Rams. <laughs> okay. But since you're a little upset about you're so brave. Uh, that last week and that backfired because Tampa Bay ended up winning, uh, I'm going to go with the Texans over the Colts. Okay. Uh, is it five or five and a half? I am five. looking. I'm looking for it. Is it a morning game or afternoon? Up oh, morning game. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna take Texas. You're gonna take the Texans minus five. Correct. Is this for ten in a row? Yes. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I think they're gonna get it done too, especially against the Colts. I thought the Colts had a chance there for a second, but they're 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 not ready. They've been so hit and miss this year. Next year, they need a running back. They need a running back, and they need some help on defense. And then other than that, Andrew Luck will be just fine. I mean, Jack Doyle going getting hurt. They get Le'Veon Bell. That's true. They probably will. Honestly, I think he'll either go to Indianapolis or go to New- the Jets. I'm saying those are my two hot takes for where he's gonna end up. The Jets or the Colts. Andy would be pretty dirty. They have a pretty good. That'd be, that'd be, hey, nice that'd be luck. Uh, luck out of the backfield. Yeah, Ty also that'd be that'd be yeah. pretty decent. And then Ebron mm, and, the and, tight end. and Jack Doyle too. Yeah, yeah that's, that'd be pretty you, nasty. I don't know who your second and third wide receiver would be, but at that point, I think it's just kind of well, it'd probably be Le'Veon would be your second wide receiver. Get another, get another offensive lineman to protect your quarterback in the draft. <laughs> yep. Yep, and then you just they should, they should just draft offensive line every year for the Colts <laughs> just to protect that dude. Just always, yeah, always have <laughs> <best picks. laughs> yeah. a whole right. new O line every year. We'll just constantly rotate out <laughs> fresh bodies so he'll never get sacked. All right, uh, and then for my 
uh, wild card game. I'm going out on a limb here. I saw this game and I was just like, wow, this is going to be a snooze fest. And I can't wait to see the three updates that I'm going to get on red zone come Sunday. The New York Jets are traveling to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills, surprisingly enough, are favored by three and a half points. The Josh Allen factor. The Josh Allen yeah, factor. Wreck shop up there. So I am taking the Bills minus three and a half. There is no Darnold. There is no hope for the Jets. Uh, I think that Josh Allen, if anything, even if he doesn't throw for 200 yards, he'll probably get close to running for it. It's amazing uh, what that kid could do. He's so athletic, and we didn't see a lot of that on tape at Washington or uh, from Wyoming. So he's uh, ran for 100 yards almost every game, hasn't he? When he that he's played, you know. So as long as he stays healthy, you know. But uh, but the difference between him and a Lamar Jackson is he's built to take the NFL hits. Where I feel like Lamar, he'll get he he could take one or two hits during a game, and it's just. He starts, he did, you know, he thinks there's no, need, there's no need to bring race into this. I wasn't, I wasn't bringing in race. I was bringing, in, I was bringing in body build. I'm saying one, Josh Allen is six foot five or something like that. Like 200 something pounds. Lamar Jackson's six feet. If that maybe, maybe 200 soaking wet, you know, like good on him. He's fast yeah, he's and quick. Like 30 or 40 pounds on him. Yeah, but there's no way. And it's just, you saw somebody like Andrew Luck for how big he is at six foot four, two thirty or something like that. Like he got broken. So I'm saying. Good for Lamar Jackson for being able to last this long, but we'll see, man. Like, this is the NFL. They hit hard. They're bigger bodies out there. Like, you ain't getting hit by no 19-year-old who thinks he's hot shit, you know? Like, you're getting hit by a, a 30-year-old man. So, um, it will be interesting to watch. I don't know why I went on the Lamar Jackson rant there. Sorry, but I, I just think Josh Allen has got the body for Buffalo to handle the cold, especially against the Jets who are starting. Um, who's their quarterback that they're starting? I was going to say Fitzpatrick. It's McCown, right? Oh uh, yeah, McCown. Josh McCown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's one of the McCowns. I feel I feel very good about my Buffalo pick, and for that reason, the Jets will win this Sunday. So congratulations to the Jets. Um, all right, Bill. Uh, anything that you want to say? Any any shout out, hot takes that you want to get off your chest real quick before we let you go? I uh, I don't want to I don't want to stir the pot too much. <laughs> okay. Uh, who makes the uh, Who's the last playoff team in in the AFC? Yeah, Denver Broncos. Ooh, okay, so three teams in the AFC West. Take for Bosa train, baby. Ballsy, ballsy pick. All right. Well, that is Lyle's Locks. Uh, we will anxiously wait on Sunday to see how the records turn out, and we will not hear from you again next Wednesday, but the picks will still – I'll still send out the picks, and I'll post them on the Instagram page so that way uh, the people who are equally as interested in this segment as we are invested um, – they, they can follow along. and then we Are you, you going to start a thing next year where you make people pay for your picks now? No. Oh. Well. No. I mean, if I finish above no, we'll 500. No, give a couple away. If I, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if, if we Call finish, now for this toll-free order. If we finish <laughs> above 500, we could definitely market that and just throw our, throw our records out there. Those Two are, and all my best bets on Sunday nights. Bonafides. I'm 13 games above 500 right now, baby. All right? You, you know, know, the funniest thing is when you watch that Barstool Sports Advisors thing and they talk about, and then you have Stu Finer, how he's like, I am 2-0 in my last two picks, baby. I am undefeated in my last two picks. <laughs> when he was like 1-5, and five, the five picks before that. <laughs> All that matters is the most recent bet, man. Did it oh, hit? Yeah. Okay. All right, so, Bill, we will hear from you again, not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after that, and we will be in the thick of college football bowl season, so we'll be having fun with those, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, don't sound too excited. Well, I'm going to be more excited. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. See you, Bill. You too. at me. I have the power! 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 
It is time for the power rankings. What are we at? Like week 13? Oh, we are so 14. Week 14. Week 14. But these are your these are your power rankings according to what had happened last uh, last week in week 13. Okay? So uh, you don't need to go anywhere else. There's a bunch of other places to go get your power rankings. But these are the true power rankings that you should be concerning yourself with. We will start off with... Uh, Dallas, Baltimore, and Denver were all teams that I told you to keep an eye out on. They were kind of – I wasn't sure if they were pretenders or contenders. They're still floating around there. Dallas and Baltimore at 7-5, and five, Denver at 6-6. Six and six. They're on the outside looking in. I'm just – I'm still not sold on them, but I'm keeping an eye on them, seeing what they're about. I kind of gave you the breakdown on what Dallas was about there uh, last last segment um, with Lytle's Locks. Noted. Okay. So, at number 10, falling one spot at 6-5-1 and one after their loss to the New England Patriots, the Minnesota Vikings. Um they suck. They don't suck. They do. But their defense, their defense is good. It's it's Kirk Cousins, man. I'm just I am sold on the offensive talent that's around the, the Seahawks Vikings. above them. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for spoiling that. So we'll just move right along. Number nine, moving up one spot, the Seattle Seahawks. They should be last at seven and five after a convincing victory over the San Francisco 49ers. I'm telling you, man. That defense is good, and they got a running game, and then Russell Wilson will just always be there to throw a touchdown when it matters most. He is the most annoying player in football. Which is a great compliment to give him. I'm sure he would take that with a smile on his face. He'd say, and he would look you square in the dead ass in the face, and he would say, thank you. Take away that motherfucker's legs. He can't do shit. All right. That's usually how it is for most people. So mobility is key. Tom Brady is better than him. Tom Brady took like 15 years to get 1,000 rushing yards. Don't even start Is there a reason why... Vic Fangio, when he played Russell Wilson, would always make sure to never let him leave the pocket because the fool couldn't throw. He does. He does. He does a good job of throwing on the run. Yeah, he's a, he's he's like a he's he's better. His worst games have always been against the Niners when Vic Fangio was the. He's court. better on the run than Aaron Rodgers is. When you get Russell Wilson out on the run, he's good because he's a baseball background. He's able to throw on the run. It's, it's all good. All right, I number eight, that. falling one spot. At number eight, seven, four, and one after an embarrassing loss on Sunday Night Football to Los Angeles Chargers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Yeah, it's not looking good, man. I mean, I know that they're going to make the playoffs. It's they're just seven, a, four, and one, dog. It's it's shut up. Tough sled the rest of the God. way. Okay, they got a Raider game that I know that they're going to. There's there's a possibility that they could drop this upcoming week. They still got to play the Patriots. Okay. I don't. Get rock with the Patriots. I know it's gonna happen. It's inevitable because you're playing the Patriots in December. And even if you do lose, you're still gonna lose them in the playoffs. Ah, thank you. Okay. Yeah, so even, even if you do beat them, you're still gonna lose. That's what I'm saying. Playoffs. I know this team's gonna make the playoffs. It's just, it's, it's gonna be close, man. I don't like it. Okay. Choke artists. Probably. And then we got to listen to all the drama that's gonna happen in the offseason. I'm calling I can, it right now. I'm gonna call for a. I'm gonna I call, can't I'm wait. gonna make a bull statement right now for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the Houston Texans in the AFC. Okay. So my pinky This is not this is not this is a this is a this is a bold prediction that will not happen, but I'm making a bold prediction cuz if it does, I'll look like an absolute genius. It is going to be the Houston Texans of the AFC and out of the NFC. <coughs> Carefully dying. <coughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Wow, an all Texas Super Bowl. Where's the Super Bowl at this year? I'm not 100% sure. Dallas and Houston. What a boring ass Super Bowl. I know where it is. Well, oh, it's in Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. Just Texas to Atlanta. If that happens, uh, please give me credit. Please credit Brendan Flanagan, uh, CC Cohort Sports Report. Um, all right. So, yes. Uh, moving along, now that we've decided that we just got that Super Bowl hot take out of the Pittsburgh Steelers breakdown. Number seven, falling one spot after their embarrass- another embarrassing loss to the New York Giants. They are now eight and four. The Chicago Bears. 
Duh, Bears are eight and four, but there's nothing to trip off of. Mitch is back. Because I was gonna say you missed Mitch the past two games, and Chase Daniel, while he was capable, not great. Not nearly as great as Mitchell Trubisky is in this offense. And then of course the defense is pretty darn good. So um I like the Bears, and Mitchell Trubisky's back, so that the, means the wins should be back for the Bears. I mean, uh, Daniel went one and two. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. All right. Um, took the time to point the mic down there and everything, too. All right. Um, That's why I think of that pick. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, the Bears are not the seventh-best team in the They're NFL? They're sixth-best. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of six, moving up two spots after their win against the Cleveland Browns, and now at nine and three, Billy said they're going for ten wins in a row this week. The Houston Texans, and uh, again, product of an easy schedule, but they're they're doing what they're supposed to do, and they're winning. They you can only play who's on your schedule, and as long as you win and you look good doing it, which is what the Texans are doing. JJ Watt's healthy. Is Clowney out there playing still yep. too? Yeah, Clowney's healthy. Clowney's coming to the Niners next year in free agency. You got Tyron Matthew out there too, uh, and then Deshaun Watson doing his thing on the offensive side of the ball. I don't. <clears throat> I'm, I haven't been watching enough of the Texans to really study their run game. I know that they've always uh, suffered from a lack of it. It's not the best. Uh, Lamar Miller might be turning it on now. I think Alfred Blue might be still be the backup. I'm not 100 sure. Just been kind of paying attention to the Texas, you know, scores on the bottom of what Red Zone shows me. So, but I know that they're a good team from what I've seen. What are you laughing at? You you're laughing at your farts? Farts are always yeah. funny. <laughs> farts are always funny. All right. And then um, number five, four, and three do not change. The Chargers are still five at nine and three after their win against Pittsburgh. New England's nine and three after their win against Minnesota, and then Kansas City's ten and two at number three after their win against Oakland. Those teams don't move. They've been the model of consistency this entire year. They just continue to win. Um, definitely Super Bowl threats, but I think your two Super Bowl favorites lie at one and two. Number two, dropping one spot after that loss to Dallas, the New Orleans Saints. Look, Drew Brees had a bad game. Don't worry, Brees just will rise again on Sunday, like it was written, uh, and he will take care of business. But, you know, I had to be fair, and they played like crap, so we had to drop them a spot. Um, that means, number Good one, for you, man. jumping up one spot, the Los Angeles Rams, 11-1 after their handling of Detroit. It looked like Detroit might have had him at first, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of cheering for Detroit in that game, so I could justify leaving the Saints at number one. Uh, but the, the Rams ultimately pulled that out. They're just dominant on both sides of the ball, man. Like, and consistently well, dominant, too. Well, I don't want to say dominant. They, they did have almost 60 points. Consistently dominant, so... They did almost go up 50. They gave but they, 50, almost 60 points. But they are scoring more points than the other team in the process. So they're consistently winning. But don't say dominant because they're dominant. They'd be like the Niners defense, Seahawks defense on defense, and they'd have like their offense they have now. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> and uh, as Flan alluded to, he thinks the Broncos are going to make it out of the AFC. Not uh, Billy, not me. Oh, Billy, what did you say? Who did you say? You said the Broncos, too. I said tank for both. I want, I want the Broncos to win this weekend. But I'm saying, do you think the Broncos, who in the AFC makes it? If it's going to be, so right now the Steelers are one half a game up on the Ravens. You've got Kansas City and Los Angeles. They're racing for who's ever going to take the a- NFC West. Those two are making it. it Steelers d- are making it. Now are the Ravens making it? Uh, wait, Patriots, Texans. Yep. And then who are the other wild cards? Because you have, you have Houston. Uh, Houston oh no, you don't have Houston. You have Tennessee. Uh, at six and six, you have Indianapolis at six and six. You have the Broncos. Oh God, burp again. Broncos at six and six, and the Dolphins at six and six. But I don't think the Dolphins are frauds, so you don't have to worry about the Dolphins. They also play the. They also play the um, Patriots here soon. Yeah, so I'm saying Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, and then you say Steelers for sure. The Texans. So that leaves one. 
one more team. Probably, probably Broncos don't sound like the hot pick. I want to see Luck in the playoffs again. You think the I, Colts would, I would personally like to see the little Colts in there. Okay. Well, it's not going to affect your Houston-Dallas Super Bowl, so no. you don't have to worry. All right. Uh, that will do it for the power rankings. Now it is time for the pop culture update. Yes. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Uh, Flan, what do you have for the pop culture update today? Today on the pop culture update, I got nothing right now. All right, that's good. So <laughs> I will start this off. Uh, I beat Red Dead Redemption 2. Thank uh, you for my service. It's pop culture. Yeah, it is. It's pop culture. It's very popular in the pop culture right now. Nah. Uh, it is. It's all over the twatter. So great game. Uh, definitely worth playing. I recommend it. Just be ready to, to spend like a couple days on the story. Mode. Oh, I got one. Actually, it's I want, a serious one, though. Okay, you go ahead, and we'll start off with the serious um, one. George H.W. Push passed away. George H.W. Um, Push? H.W. Bush. Okay, it sounds like he said Push. Bush. Okay, yes, he passed uh, away. Passed away. Uh, all respects from the cohort to him and his family. Yeah. Um, he's a good guy. I read his biography that he had. So you um, knew him personally? Yeah, I know him personally. Okay. But uh, no, he's, he's a he's everything I read sounds like he's an awesome guy, a good president, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my hat's off to him. R.I.P. 41. Nothing says badass than a 90-year-old also doing skydiving at 90 years old, which mm. what he did. How old was he when he passed away? How old was he? 92. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty recent. That is pretty badass. Yeah, <laughs> 90 years old going skydiving is pretty awesome. So fuck it. I'm doing it. If I'm going <laughs> to die, I'm going to die in the sky. All right. Um, for, so next up on the pop culture update, the XFL, the Extreme Football League, that's going to be uh, the WWE's bringing back wrestling. It's basically wrestling football, theatrical football. Uh, they have announced they will have eight inaugural home cities. The XFL will be coming to you if you live in Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles, New York, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, or Seattle, or Washington. <laughs> he just he's not a fan of Seattle. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, so if you lived in one of those cities, if if the XFL was in the Bay Area, would you go? If it was in Oakland or or you know Santa Clara, Flan. Yes, no. You're shaking your head. Okay, thank you for being difficult. Yeah, he would go. All right. Uh, next up on the list, uh, Love is Dead. I don't know if you heard the royal hip-hop couple that is oh. Cardi B and Offset. Cardi Offset Car- Austin didn't deserve Cardi B. Have officially broken up. Wonder what that means for culture with a K. Uh, they said the two. Said that is a pretty will, badass name. They culture. said the two will remain friends. The love is just not there anymore. Um, so yeah, love is dead. I don't know what to do anymore. Or just infatuation's dead. Over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it went the sex, from like, the sex wasn't good enough. It anymore. went. It went from that booty do <laughs> to that booty no. <laughs> yeah, it's just and it's amazing how fast life will come at you. So, uh, hats off to those two for being relationship goals. Hashtag goals. For as long as they were. Love goals. Uh, but now they are no longer goals. Are they still your goals? That's my question now. For everybody on Twitter that was saying hashtag goals, hash brown goals. Are they, are they your goals now? So, all right. And then uh, we have two more here. Uh, there's, there's a thing going around on the internet. Um, apparently, birds aren't real. Well, 
in California. Wake up, California. You can look at birdsaren'treal.com. They are claiming that pigeons are government surveillance drones. Whoa. We are under watch. You're shaking your head. You're not buying it? Fuck no, I'm not <laughs> buying it. <laughs> God damn. No, is it some... I know. Uh, it makes sense, because have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No. No, it that does not. No, nothing. They just not, they just no, appear. It's not, they it's just not, appear, it's man. Did you ever up. see the episode of Black Mirror where the bees come after you? The bees are surveillance drones from the government, and then they go rogue and they start attacking people and they fly in through your nose and your ears and they they take over your neurological and then they like they they make you end up killing yourself because you can't stand the pain. It's um, I'm just saying, man. It could be real. It could, I hate conspiracy theories. It could, it could be real. There's no definitive way to say that it could or could not be real. We can only speculate. I think, I don't know. It's not real. Okay. It is not real. All God right. damn it. Flan's putting the kibosh on that. All right, last up on the pop culture update. You like french fries? Yeah, so I've eaten six of them. It's like enough for a daily serving. <laughs> Thank you for spoiling the damn headline, Flan. That a Harvard study has come out and said... The most thing I have ever <laughs> read in my life. That and that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Harvard, video. A Harvard study has come out suggesting that a average serving of French fries, that a human should eat only six French fries per Shut serving. Up. I don't think Harvard needs to tell me how to enjoy my French fries. I think Harvard needs to live a little. <laughs> live a little. Harvard's got their own little problem going on because, fun fact, Harvard's openly discriminating against Asians. So they've got... Oh, they got too many? Yeah, they've got. They think they have too many, so they're making <laughs> it. They're making it tougher for them to get more in. Whites. That's what they want. Please plug your mic back in. They it's just in. want. They want more diversity. They don't. They don't just want just whites. They want more diversity that's not Asian. I get uh, so pissed off this whole diversity thing. It's like you want diversity, so you get different people with different colored skin, right? From different walks of that's life. That's not how to only classify diversity, but, but, but that's but the that's, diversity that, that people that, want. That's, yeah. yeah, but they all have the same diversity of thought. Yes, those are all. You're saying lack of diverse thought. You so there's they a, all there's a huge lack of diversity. People won't claim for diversity, but there's no. It's cool. It's your. Ten. You guys are being aggressive. Yeah, you and Mateo both are being aggressive with that cord. But uh, I think there's there's a lot less diversity of thought. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the, but the, that's the thing is like they've gone and openly. There's been studies that suggest like if you are of if you mark down that you're Asian, you're applying to Harvard your test scores have to be astronomically higher <laughs> than the average Asian test score. Otherwise, they will not take you because there's too many Asians on that campus. So all I'm saying is, Harvard, you need to fix that before you tell me how many fries I'm supposed to eat, okay? Because I ain't having that. All right, I'll enjoy French fries for days. They're a delicious snack. Not always the healthiest snack, but that's not important. They're just delicious nonetheless. Um, and I am going to check the old Twitter feed real quick to see if there's any... The twatter, yeah. See if there's anything else that is worth us bringing up and having a discussion. Let's go to the entertainment tab. I've been there. Where? Staples. How is that? Uh, I've been there. Tw- I've been there twice. Oh, okay. And don't remember much. <laughs> oh, how about this? Keeping friends is costing Netflix a hundred million dollars. Saw that. Old news. Old news. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. That's that's expensive. Oh, by the way, uh, Avengers: Infinity War is coming to Netflix on Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm cool off the the whole Mar- thing. Marvel thing. Like, I'm gonna go see Aquaman just because it looks interesting. That's and I'm DC. A, that's not Aquaman. I'm a fan. Of, I don't give a fuck what it <laughs> is. Okay, 
So yeah, I mean, I'm tired. Looks of the cool Mar- though. I'm tired of the Marvel thing. I'll go see a DC comic movie, but I'm tired of DC the whole Marvel. DC sucks right now. All right. Um, <laughs> but uh, Aquaman does look pretty cool. It looks they it looks like they could have done a lot better. It sounds like it's just like he's a regular Pretty dude. Corny. It sounds like he's it looks like he's just a regular dude and then he comes across a trident and all of a sudden he's aquatic, you know, and it's just like that's reverse little mermaid. Like it doesn't make any sense. But oh. I'll I'll still rock with it because I forget the actor's name. His name's like Jason Waller or something like that. I'm a fan of his work. I'm telling you, man, Frontier on Netflix, totally worth it. They just dropped a new season. So go check that out. Not getting paid for that. This is unsullied by sponsorships, just a recommendation. You should check out Frontier and The Last Kingdom. Very good Netflix shows, and they're they're all about six to eight episodes a season. I'll do that when you start watching Game of Thrones. Okay, well, so never. Well, Game of Thrones comes to Netflix. I might see what it's all about. Just it's just probably your girlfriend's an HBO account or something. She's not a Game of Thrones watcher. She it it is the best show on TV, hands down. Bold statement. Yeah, I think I think most of the world would agree with me on that one. Interesting. I am part of the one percent of the population that does not watch Game of Thrones. So you better watch before April. Oh, because that's the last season, huh? Yeah. They're gonna break it up into two parts. So you'll get something in the spring, and then they're gonna wait, and they're gonna no, they're not. Gonna, they're not gonna do that. watch it happen. Okay. Gonna, 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 let's, let's spend some money on they're it. Gonna let's, the let's, spend, let's spend some money on How it. How about the tickets that you're supposed to buy for the USF Gonzaga game that you keep on flip flopping about that we're supposed to go to, and you're not wanting to go to? How now? can I make a bet that's happening in January? It's retroactive. If it's retroactive, if we find out that they split it, we just write this down. We have verbal. We have we have. Uh, they're not splitting it. We have note of it now. It's it's on the record. Okay. All right. You're feeling bold. I like that. All right, Flan. Uh, anything that you want to say? Shout-outs? Anything else that you want to get off your mind? Uh, You're just ready to go to the gym, huh? What day is it today? What day is it at the gym, Flan? What are you working out? Uh, shoulders. You're just doing shoulders today? I am doing shoulders. When I get back from Arizona, there's a possibility that we might hit the gym together. But we got a hoop after. We got hoop. Make sure you uh, post a video of that and put it on your Instagram. Because <laughs> if, you if, you, if, <laughs> if you worked out and you didn't post it on your Instagram, you ain't work out. No matter what you're doing, all right? Or get that pic of you in front of the mirror where you angle your butt out just big enough to make it look like you've been hitting the That's squat rack. That's what girls do. I don't do that. Really, all you did was get on the elliptical just, for about I just, 15 I just, minutes. I just flex the tricep. Oof, that's the glamour muscle. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. We'll, we'll be back on Sunday. No show a week from today, but we'll be back on Sunday uh, breaking down. Week thirteen. We've previewed week thirteen. Then we'll be or week fourteen. Excuse me. We'll be reviewing week fourteen on mm-hmm. Sunday. Make sure you follow friend. Uh, oh jeez. Make sure you follow Flan on Twitter at Brendan of SR five. Follow me at JW underscore CSR. And then uh, we're we're on Instagram on the show the Cohort Sports Report. Uh, you can follow the show or you can also find the episodes on SoundCloud even though we're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and then the app, the SoundCloud page will have a link to all the guests' Twitter accounts, X's music. That's who you hear at the start and the finish of every show. So shouts out to Snow Xavier. Uh, we got to bring him back on. He said he wants to come on. He said he wants to come in person too and talk some smack to us about the Warriors. <laughs> Although he's been pretty quiet ever since they started winning again. So guarantee he's watching this Laker game right now. So that will do it for us. Thanks again to uh, Tim. Oh geez, uh, Tim and Bill, and then of course Flan for stopping by. Um, yeah, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Uh, until next time. Mm, deuces. Yeah. I smoke too.
joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built a feeling. I got diamonds in my eyes. But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk and for my prize. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. What you saying, Godzilla in the trunk? Got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, cannot be on no bar shit. Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you back on like school lunches. I eat beats, you eat ass nigga like num num, that scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collapse for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the Oh, 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 oh,